Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Have you ever considered the ways that God communicates with you? How do you differentiate between your will and God's will when you have prayed, Thy will be done? The title of today's message is Speak to Me. In the present chaotic state of our world with so many diverse and dividing opinions regarding health, politics, the economy, and our future, it has become impossible to know what news we can believe in, whom we can place our trust. This can lead us into fear, anxiety, and uncertainty, or Today, it can motivate us to draw closer to God, to get to know Him and His perspective. We can believe and trust the good news. I believe, and I have often declared, it's important that we hear from God directly for ourselves. He has plans that are specific for each of us. That has revealed that many Christians don't realize they can hear from God. Many have been taught in their churches that God cannot or does not speak to people other than through His written word, the Bible. That is not truth. Heavenly Father, we come to you this day with open hearts to receive whatever you have for us. We repent for every time that we believe teachings that said you are a distant God that sent us letters through your word. You are our loving Father, and from experience, I affirm that you desire to communicate to us, your children, to guide, encourage, correct, and bless us in ways far beyond what we can ask or imagine. Father, as you have opened my eyes to see and my ears to hear, my beliefs have changed and my faith has grown. I know there is always more for each of us to learn from you. Would you please use my voice to speak to each listener in a way that they can receive from you today? Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. August 21st, about 7.30 p.m., we had just left a church service excited because a dear lady received a miraculous healing. I didn't see the amber light, but a voice shouted, Red light! as I was about to enter the intersection. Immediately above me, the traffic light turned red. I hit the brakes, but my car entered the first lane of the intersection. Bang! The truck that hit us was going full speed. I'm very thankful for that voice because without it, I would likely not be here to share today. It did not come from my wife. Was that the voice of God? Hence my message today. God sent an angel, Gabriel, to tell Virgin Mary that she will have a son and call him Jesus in Luke 1, 26-31. An angel spoke to Joseph in dreams, Matthew 1, 20-21, telling him to accept Mary, and again in Matthew 2, 13, warning him to escape to Egypt. 
God spoke directly to Moses, Abraham, Joshua, and many others, including the prophets. He spoke to Elijah in 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12 in a still, small voice, proving that hearing from God need not be a spectacular event. Hundreds of times the Bible records God speaking. They occur over a course of 4,000 years. God speaking audibly was the exception, but he did. Unlike Zechariah in Luke 121 and the announcement of the coming of Jesus, God did not lose his ability to speak. Sometimes he uses an audible voice. He also speaks through his word. He gives us impressions or dreams. He speaks through prophets, teachers, and friends. Sometimes he communicates by sending angels, and he even speaks through our children when we listen. Are you listening? Hearing the voice of God has been an adventure for me for nearly 40 years now. Some question the validity of my experiences as not biblical. If that is what you've been taught, skepticism doesn't change the facts, nor the benefits that have resulted from many conversations with God. I believe that Christian lives are to be lived as stories which involve daily encounters with God through His Holy Spirit. Adam had conversations with God in Genesis 3, 9-11. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Adam's disobedience has affected us all. Jesus was describing his purpose in Luke 19.10, where he said, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Note the choice of the words, save that which was lost. What is that which was lost? It was the intimate relationship that God had with Adam and Eve as they talked together in the garden. Jesus came to restore that intimate relationship between God and everyone who believes and receives him. For those who believe God's voice was Old Testament and God doesn't speak today, both Malachi 3.6 and Hebrews 13.8 declare that God is the same always and never, ever changes. He's always good, always loving, always all-powerful. No matter how this world changes around us, we can trust God is consistent. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't forgotten how to speak. Are you listening? How can I claim that I'm hearing from God? He tells me things that I certainly wouldn't think of. Like the time I learned of a lady, I will call Jill, who had a brain tumor and was given less than four months to live. I commented, if there's nothing the doctors can do, God could still heal her if it's his will. Yes, God even spoke through me. I was immediately challenged. Is that God's will to heal? My response was, Scripture says, by Christ's wounds we are healed. That tells me it is God's will that Jill be healed. That's Isaiah 53.5. In prayer, I asked God if it was his will that Jill be healed. And later, I received the answer in a way I did not expect. 
I was having a shower. A voice came from beside the shower head. Yes, Harold, it is my will that Jill be healed. Cold shivers ran down my spine as I stood under very hot water. Naked, like Adam, my initial reaction was to cover myself. Then I asked, God, is that you? Yes, and you are correct. It is my will that Jill be healed. But for that to happen, she needs to know it is my will that she be healed. Well, that made sense. For that to happen, someone needs to tell her it is my will that she be healed. Well, that also made sense. For that to happen, I'm sending you. No, that didn't make sense. I had several perfectly good reasons to not become involved. His response to each was, I'm sending you. I had a purposeful conversation with God, and I also learned that he wants things done his way. My job was to listen and obey. In obedience, I made a plan to have a mutual friend present when I gave God's message to Jill. That initiated yet another shower encounter. It's a shame that you were going to tell Jill that it's my will that she be healed, and it won't happen. What do you mean, God? You wanted me to tell her. Have you changed your mind? Not at all, but it won't happen the way you plan to share. What do you mean, Lord? You can meet with the mutual friend and Jill, and she will receive your words, but when her husband comes home, she will tell him of your visit, and he will say, Flake, that's me, is out of his ever-loving mind, and you are out of your mind for listening to him. That will be the end of her healing. Wow! Why didn't I think of that? Because you're not God. Then what do I do, God? Contact her husband and make arrangements through him and have him present when you tell her. God arranged an encounter with the husband later that very day, so a meeting with Jill was arranged. On that day, I fearfully followed God's instructions. I was able to answer her husband's questions about God. He invited Jesus into his life and joined me when Jill requested that I pray for her healing. Jill took five of ten treatments of radiation. She requested they stop, so they sent her home to die. But the moment that she stepped into her home, she began to feel better. Sometime later, God spoke to her husband, and he went on a mission trip to Russia. Jill went to be with Jesus, but it was almost 37 years after she received the message that God would heal her. God obviously meant what he said. When I first discovered I could hear from God, an accident was avoided by a similar voice saying, watch out, there's a problem at the next corner. After freezing rain in the night, a cattleiner didn't even hesitate at a stop sign. He made a right turn, taking up my lane and most of the oncoming lane. But because of the voice, an accident was avoided and my life was spared. God told my wife that I was to share that experience and write a song about how God speaks to me. I jokingly suggested, since God spoke to you, perhaps you should write the song. As I drove to work, God gave me a tune and a chorus. Speak to me, speak to me, by your Holy Spirit. Speak to me, speak to me, 
speak to me Teach me to be the kinder child you want me to be That night I shared it with her And she handed me a sheet with verses that God gave to her They were like this Sometimes he speaks sometimes inside my mind Telling me things that I should do It seems like my thought, but I know it's not Cause it's so pure and peaceful and true He speaks through his book when I take a look And read what it says to me Some words will stand out and there is no doubt They're an answer to something that I need He speaks through others, my sisters and brothers And friends that he sends each day When I feel kinda down and my smile is a frown They have the right things to say God, we thank you for your love And for the intimate relationship you desire to have with each of us by your Holy Spirit, speak to us. Help us to discover that Jesus is the one in whom we can place our trust. For he said, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. That's John 14, verse one. Jesus also said in John 10, 27 and 28, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. If you don't know Jesus in this way, invite him into your life today. Simply confess, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. Please come and be my Lord and Savior. Or you can upgrade and ask him to speak to you. You can believe the good news and put your trust in Jesus. In John 14, 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. God bless each one of you as you seek to hear from him. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.